All right. It's exciting. We've got uh, episode 438. It's coming at you right into your ears. <laughs> right into your ear holes. It's coming at you so hot and so fast. This is the first, uh, or actually I should say, this is the week before our road trip week. We go to the ATC Comedy Festival next week. Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we, next week's episode will be live yep. at the uh, pop-up studio at the All Things Comedy uh, yes. Festival in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna yeah, be- well, it's going to be up to Aaron, really, if that episode... Uh, Gets recorded live. Yeah, he might just dump it. You know, he might just uh, not hit the record button. It's really his choice. It's his studio. (laughs) We don't know what he's going to do. We might just be talking into tin cans and string at that point. It depends. It's like he's he's driving the entire studio there on Wednesday. (laughs) It makes it seem like we do the studio, we do the show in like a U-Haul trailer. (laughs) And he just hooks hooks it up to his SUV. We're driving to Phoenix. All right. Festival time. (laughs) Hey, the listeners can't prove it's not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> are you a carny, Aaron? Yeah. Have you Are that who you are? You're basically yeah. a carny? The pop-up studio is a Ferris wheel. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. And when comedians vomit, they just hose it down like the tilt-a-whirl or whatever. Yeah. They don't care. Yep. You know, you get to throw ping-pong balls into yeah. uh, little fish bowls. But you better to... cap. It's a grift. Yeah. It's all a grift. <laughs> They'll pay like a little kid money to walk around with a big yeah. stuffed animal so people think... Yeah, that they want it. Yeah. But then the the rings never go over the bottle. Ever. Legs. They never go over the bottle. So, so Aaron's a carny grifter, I think yeah. is what we've established here in episode 438. And we're telling people all his secrets, all his evil carny secrets. <laughs> if they've lasted this long, it's a success. <laughs> You're right. If they broke, don't yeah. fix it, buddy. Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> Those bean bags will never knock no. down those cans. You're halfway to to four seven to eight seventy six, <laughs> so you might you thought I forgot yeah. you sons of bitches. Nice. Um, so we got a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about some uh, movies. We're going to talk about First Man, a couple other ones, some very interesting uh, trailers, um, and we've got some stuff we want to talk about the website and the store and. Uh, so now we're getting into the Halloween movies, oh. specifically Halloween. We'll be, the, we'll be talking the movie about that. Yeah, yeah, we'll We're be talking about that. Into that. So um, let's chat a little bit about some movies, Graham. I saw First Man. Well, so my question. Yes, before I get into it, please, let's set the tone. Spoiler set, alert. Yes. Does he land on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, was interesting. It had a surprise twist in this movie. Basically, the movie was about the um, fake moon landing and how they set up a set. <laughs> to uh, to show that we never actually landed on the moon. I wasn't expecting that, so I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> it was an interesting choice. That um, would be great if this was just a fucking massive moon landing conspiracy yeah. MacGuffin yep. is what this was. Buzz Aldrin was running the camera, and uh, Neil Armstrong was props. So it was really, they were just grips, oh. you know, and on the on the film. So oh, that's cool. It was, it was, yeah, it was really interesting uh, movie. Uh, good twist. Capricorn 2. Yeah. Capricorn yeah. 2. That's what I was trying in my head. I was like, what's that movie with O.J. Simpson? That's right. Capricorn 1 was the first one. So I, I got to tell you, this movie, like, you know, I, I watched the trailer, and then as this movie's unfolding before, I'm like, all right, is it going to be like the trailer? Is it going to be like the trailer did it no favors? Is it not going to be as overly dramatic and um, uh, and way far too serious than the movie, than the trailer is portraying it? And I got to say, as I was watching this movie, the trailer um, 
portrayed the film exactly the way it is. So okay. there, there was no, uh, you know, there was nothing lost in the translation. Uh, this movie was far too overly dramatic. Uh, what was interesting is like this movie was one of those movies that um, you can't really say it did anything wrong. Like everything I'm watching and every problem I have with it was a creative choice that the filmmakers decided to make. Right. So um, the problem is it just didn't work. <laughs> like uh, mm. it really felt like it's like, well, we want to make the right stuff, but through the lens of 2001. <laughs> I'm like, really? Is that is that what you want to do? Both are you those sure? Are great on their own. Yes. Yeah. They don't yeah. Need to. Are you sure you want to mash those two up? Are you sure <laughs> that's where you want to go? Like all the, you know, there was like you know, it's see, Apocalypse yeah, Now yeah. meets The Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. It really like, oh, that sounds great. Those are great movies. How could they not be great together? <laughs> <laughs> well, Marlon you know, Brando plays both characters. Yeah, it's bulletproof. <laughs> I so, see an Allen boy sent by grocery clerks to collect the bill. Yeah. <laughs> so this m- movie was really, was a, um, basically, because uh, Damien Chazelle has a lot of um, studio cred on him right now. Right. Like, he can kind of do and and uh, make a film the way he just kind of wanted to. He didn't write the script on this film, but he made the movie the way he wanted to. I could see the way, you know, these directing choices were, oh, he's, he's going 2001. Like, it was minimal dialogue in scenes, some ethereal um, scenes that went on way too long just to kind of give you that that sense of, like, unrealism, like, in space, like, all those things. The only thing that was missing was the uh, classical music over the uh, the the capsule moving around um, in space. And a, but, and a monkey throwing a Yeah, and a monkey throwing Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, other than that, it was almost like, oh, did they just pull that scene from 2001? Well, <laughs> let me ask you this. Since this was his first movie director that was not um, music-based, right? Mm-hmm. do you think that was part of it. He stepped way too far outside of his genre or comfort zone or I think it was part of it, but I think he's capable of, you know, directing a drama, even a historical drama. I think there were wrong choices that were made for this film. And I think that was the problem. Like, uh, and it goes everywhere from the script to the directing to even the acting, like, uh, the choices for Ryan Gosling to play Neil Armstrong as completely emotionally detached like, okay, well, that's all right to see kind of where he starts, and then maybe there's an arc to this character. But to watch him emotionally detach for two and a half hours and never change, it was that kind of like, I, I think I get it. I get Yeah, I get it. Right. Yeah, it's right. uh, we, we need to see something else now. Um, because it starts off, this is not a spoiler, is that, you know, his, his daughter passed away from a, a brain tumor, from cancer. Uh, so that's one of the things that made him more closed off. But... You know, it never really gets addressed, and it never he never gets past it. Like, I'm like, oh, well, this is his personality now for the entire film. Now, that's it. Well, it was also a really interesting choice to make Buzz Aldrin a dick. Like, he was, like, he was a real asshole in the movie. And, but also, they didn't do anything with that either. He's only in a couple of scenes. He comes in, says a couple dicky things, and then he's on the mission at the end, and then that's it. Then that's all. I'm like, well, wait, you're not... You're not doing anything with this character or the relationship between him and Neil Armstrong. Like, you know, was it strained? Was was there some kind of camaraderie there? Like, everything was um, just glossed over or deliberately emotionally detached to the point where I'm like, well, now I don't care. I I care about the real people, but I don't necessarily care about this movie now. Right. Um, 
So I think, it, and it's not resonating with audiences at all. I mean, it's really right. not doing well. Um, and I can see, like, uh, the other thing that did, it had a real air of pretension to it. Like, I'm an Oscar movie. Like, look, I'm going to, you know, 